Welcome to Lighthouse Live, the radio voice of advancing vibrant communities. Our mission is to motivate believers to move out from the four walls of the church to personally serve the needs of their neighborhoods. Get ready for a no-holds-barred, honest look at the Christian lifestyle the way Christ commanded it to be. All that and more coming right up here on Lighthouse Live. And good afternoon to you wherever you may be listening around the world. Pastor Mike Douglas with you here on Lighthouse Live on the Lighthouse Live International Podcasting Network. And, of course, with us, our producer and co-host, Chris Whitler. Hi. And our prayer intercessor, the inimitable Mr. Owl, Al Ramsey, with us as well. And, uh, you know, Chris, there's, there's a, uh, of course, lots of, lots of nuggets of wisdom in scripture Mm -hmm. but i'm thinking the one today that's very applicable to us is be still and know that i am god Mm -hmm. you know where this is one of those days when all the technical gremlins got in and all of that but you know god's still on his throne and he's uh directing it and 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 sometimes you just have to stop and say you know what god is god and let me just flow with where he's going, right? I have a friend who says, the devil lives in technology. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe it. Uh, amen to that. <laughs> well, in just a few moments, we're going to be introducing you to a long time, for reintroducing you to a long time friend. And, uh, you know, I, I'm trying to think, Marty, you first we're on the air with us, I don't know, eight, ten years ago, something like that. Marty Lancer with us. And Marty, one of the most recognizable voices on air in the Central Valley. Mm-hmm. And can we put in a plug for you that you're now back on the air? Yeah, you know, for a while I was the most forgotten voice. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's not true anymore. I'm, I'm over at, uh, <laughs> I'm over at Cat Country 103, uh, doing traffic, uh, Monday through Friday afternoons from four to seven and then some morning fill in whenever they need that. Well, you know, my wife was thrilled because, uh, Marty, we, and we won't mention where you were before, but we were bummed when you weren't there anymore given the trip because my wife was doing a lot of commuting and she says hey where's marty i'm saying well you know and so anyway so the other day and my wife doesn't listen to country normally but but she's becoming a country fan now that, that you're on cat country so we're we're thrilled that you're back on the air with yeah i feel battle. like i'm right in the middle of the battle of the radio voices between mike and marty well it's all right chris <laughs> <laughs> and with joining us as well is Jim Syverson. And Jim, welcome back. Uh, Thank you. And uh, we'll be talking about uh, some wonderful, wonderful services to our community through VIPs. And we'll explain what that is in, in just a moment. And in fact, there are neighbors just a, just across the uh, the alleyway here. By the way, have you guys noticed that almost everywhere you go in in this county right now, there's a lane closed sign? I mean, this is, I, I'm trying to get here. I'm thinking, well, I'm going to try an alternate route. Nope, they're the guys with the signs. Yeah. You know, flag <laughs> men ahead. And, uh, when I was, we were in Oregon, uh, this past, uh, summer and, uh, they call them something different. Uh, flaggers. 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 Yeah, right? that's right. Yeah. That's right. I thought, so my, my kids who are, you know, 
grown teenagers now. Yeah. And anyway, they were sitting in the back seat and making jokes about oh, more flaggers. Well, we got, <laughs> we got flaggers, flaggers. The flag flaggers are going viral right now. In our, in I think they used to call them flag men, but they had to become gender inclusive. So we had a flag yeah. flag persons. <laughs> That's right. Flag or people, flaggers, flag people. Certified flagmen. Are oh, you a certified I had flagman? To go training at work to keep up, to make sure I know how to put the little cones in the right place well, to do the right thing. Well, yeah, hey, there we have our own flagger we have right flagger. here on Lighthouse Live. That's right. Yeah. yeah, well, all right. So if we have an internet lane that gets closed, we'll just call Al and he'll uh, put, up, put up the thing. So. Well, and enough of, enough of this flummerousness. Uh, let, Chris, we have a couple cool things coming up in town. Yeah, a couple things that are happening in our community. Community soon. Uh, one is as a part of the uh, National Alliance for Mental Illnesses Awareness Week. Can you uh, do that really? I, I can't do fast it. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise known as NAMI. That that would be a great radio uh, test, you know, for an announcer here. Yeah, we do that really illnesses. fast ten times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Not NAMI, but the other way. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm sorry, Chris. <laughs> so it's uh, the National Awareness Week for mental illness. Yeah. Uh, here locally, uh, we're having a, a prayer service for those touched by mental illness and those who care for them. And that's going to be Tuesday, this next Tuesday, October the 8th at H. 820 H Street. That's Wellspring Anglican Church. And it's going to be at 7 p.m. So right downtown uh, by the train tracks and the taco trucks, uh, 820 H Street at Wellspring Anglican, the uh, the NAMI prayer service for the mentally ill. So and and such a great, uh, our, our last program with Gary Aurelia, uh, ju- just fantastic yeah, program. And, it was really good. And we encourage you, uh, encourage you to be there because... As, as we know, the issues of mental health are permeating our culture and our community yes. right now, especially, you know, with the homeless and I mean, at every level. Yes. And, uh, this is just a real cool way for God's people to gather. And Chris, I think more information, good information is, is a great place to start there. Yes. Yeah. And if you want to listen to that, uh, podcast, it's archived at our website. It's a, a good thing to, to prepare for the prayer service. Um, the, uh, we're also having a healthy aging and fall prevention summit. And this is something that ABC is involved with every year, isn't For it? For many years, yeah. It is absolutely incredible. Yeah, this year it's uh, Friday, October the 18th at 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. at Modesto Center Plaza. It's a free event for older adults and caregivers. So uh, come on out to the Healthy Aging and Fall Prevention Summit. And we're going to have... Uh, the chairman of the board. Chairman of the board. Robert yeah, not, Chin. Not, not Frank Sinatra, but uh, <laughs> Dr. Robert Chin will, and, uh, will be there. Yeah. Will he have a team out there with him? Uh, I'm not sure if the team's going to be out there or not this time, uh, but uh, uh, Dr. Chin will be there. And in the past, uh, he's been able to do some health screenings. And they do have many uh, places you can visit at the summit to get health screenings. They, they'll do hearing screening for you. And yeah, blood pressure. Blood pressure. And, and even uh, one, one of the cool things as well uh, is in the fall prevention area is they will do balance tests testing oh, for you yeah. and uh, you know i think the statistic is that at one point of 50 percent of seniors that enter local hospitals for a fall related injury never come out wow. i mean that you know that's absolutely incredible so any anything that we can do to reduce that and of course chris our our construction team led by John Engel, installs grab bars, safety bars, yes. which are a major help in reducing fall uh, injuries. So 
and, and all of these resources will be available to you. It's a really cool thing, and I, I'm sorry to say that uh, that I now actually qualify age-wise for those <laughs> services. Uh, but I, I'm in denial on that, so probably good I'm going to the mental health thing uh, Tuesday before I go to, you know, so I can get prepared for that crossing that bridge. But anyway, uh, we encourage you to be there. It's down at uh, at the uh, Civic Plaza uh, ten, uh, on, on 10th Street, mm-hmm. and right next to the Doubletree Hotel. And again, it's uh, 8 a.m. to 1 p.m., right, Chris? Yes, Friday, October the 18th. And again, lots of different services for older adults. And please come by and say hi to us at the ABC table. Uh, we'll be having our, our display there. Uh, John Engel will be there. I'll be there. Quite a few people from ABC will be there. Uh, we just love to talk to you. So take advantage of that. Again, that's coming up on Friday, October 18, 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the uh, Civic Plaza, Civic Center Plaza. All right, Marty, again, welcome back. Great to have you back with us and some great resources and some events coming up that people need to know about. Well, I want to I want to let Jim, of course, uh, chime in here as well on uh, VIPs because really it was uh, his effort that Got VIP started in the first place. Um, visually impaired person support, as you mentioned, they're right across the alleyway here at 618 14th Street. And um, a lot of great services. We have uh, a uh, technology department, I guess you'd call it. Uh, Mauricio Molina teaches uh, computers and other, even teaching the iPhone now, believe it or not. He told me, Marty, I could teach you how to use the iPhone. And I said, man, that touch screen intimidates me. I don't know about you, but that touch, and he goes, you can learn to operate it. And I still don't know if I could learn to operate it, but I know there's other blind people that do. Uh, now you can talk to Siri, that's okay, but, but really getting in the nuts and bolts there with the, uh, iPhone, he can teach you how to do that. He teaches computers and, uh, all the technology. We have a independent living skills department. We have two actually part-time instructors that teach cooking and 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 you know household type uh, chores, cleaning, laundry, things like that. And uh, we also have a braille instructor. And Jim, you're going to have to weigh in on this. Where are we with the mobility instructor, the cane mo- uh, orientation and mobility, i.e. cane travel? We are working on that project right now. But the key is to find uh, skilled instructors for the program and uh, we're researching that right now and we hope to have that program implemented before the end of this year well and let's talk a little bit about vips and and let's just wind the clock back a little bit and uh, it just came up uh jim uh, my wife and i were talking to uh, uh about someone that she's connected with through her work and uh, one of their relatives apparently is losing uh, their side, and of course, that that's a traumatic thing, you know. Yes. And and they're thinking, well, all is lost, you know. There's nothing, and I'm saying, wow, wait a minute, wonderful resource right here in Modesto, and just give us a little bit of a, a history, Jim, of how Vips came to be and and uh, the value that it has to our community. Yes, it it all started amazingly at how time is getting by, but it started ten years ago, actually twelve years ago. I was down at a seminar in Dallas, Texas. And one of the parts of the program was for us to write a goal, write a goal of what you would like to do if there were no limits, if Mm. there were no boundary lines. Mm. And uh, something just 
came to my mind uh, with my experience, uh, family members, both my son and my father are legally blind. And I said, wow, wouldn't it be great to have a center for the blind? Mm. And so I wrote the goal out and went up to the instructor and uh, showed it to him, high-fived. And when I did that, it sealed my faith to create this organization. And then as we moved down the line, I was blessed to find great people to join the effort. And then in November of 2005, I'm sorry, November of 2004, we uh, opened up VIPs over on 618th uh, uh, 618 14th Street and and that was the start mm. and from there we started uh, started working and building and when we started it you know it was a long process because as a nonprofit you really have to work hard to establish yourself before you become recognized right and we were blessed to have uh, great people join us uh, to work on mobility or on technology and living skills and braille and so uh, we've served so many clients uh, over these years that now uh, we are a well accepted entity in this community and it's spreading it's going out throughout the valley here uh so now uh, we're in a position to help people and it's a constant effort to build awareness Mm -hmm. to let people know of the services that we have you would think by this stage that most people would be well aware of us and that's absolutely not true so not only do we put on programs to raise money but also to build awareness, which is vitally important. And now, uh, can people, is there a geographical restriction as far as the people who can be served? The, there is no geographical limitation. It is their ability to, to, to get to the center. To get, yeah. That's the real limitation. And, and it's a beautiful place. It's a, it's in a re- residential type neighborhood. Yeah. What, and it's uh, like a house. Right? It was. It's yeah. a converted home. And, and we were great. One of our board members, uh, John Delamora, he, found an opportunity for us to take this house over and it was an extraordinary uh, expense they charged a dollar a year lease i <laughs> agree so we you know we went and negotiated with the city and said okay we can we can handle that cost <laughs> however there was a contingency that we signed that said that we were responsible for any improvements oh. uh, any repairs and improvements well, and we thought, you know, cosmetically, we'll take care of that. Then we went down to the city for a permit, and then we found out of everything that was we were in violations of and had to correct. And so, basically, we uh, threw an opportunity with a great uh, former board member who was a contractor. Uh, we were, we basically took it down to the studs mm-hmm. and rebuilt mm-hmm. the house. That was not a dollar. No, that was not the dollar. That's right. It was not. But the, uh, the Cummings uh, construction, uh, construction company just did a fabulous job. And they basically took out all the plumbing, all the wiring, everything. And so we started over and, and built it. And we uh, had a, just a great team that made it happen. And so we had a brand-new facility when we yeah. opened up. And then uh, we uh, we did that, and then they worked with us. We're 
great contributors. And uh, about two years ago, we finally paid off the debt. And wow, uh, we're debt-free there, so it's a, a true blessing. Yeah, that awesome. is a major blessing. Now, Marty, you've kind of been on both sides of the fence. You've, you've been uh, a client, so to speak, but also uh, a volunteer, an employee uh, providing services. How about from your perspective? Let's talk about the value of, of this wonderful place called Vips. Well, picture yourself. There, there are a couple things. Picture yourself as, well, we won't get into age here, but you've, you're an adult, um, you've lived in the sighted world as an adult, as a sighted person. And you start to realize, hey, my vision is not what it used to be. You know, I better go to the doctor, find out what's going on. And you find out you have, we'll say, retinitis pigmentosa, which is uh, uh, Jim's son, Jeff, and Jim's dad, I believe, has that also. So Jim's very familiar with it. Um, it is generally a condition that uh, starts at the periphery of your vision, and your vision becomes more tunnel-like, more tunnel-like to where you're looking through a straw. And then eventually, if you, depending upon how old you are when you get it uh, and how long, you know, how long you have it, it will result in total blindness. That's the prognosis. Um, everyone's different, uh, and, and there are different timelines involved. So you find out you have this retinitis pigmentosa, your life's going to change. Uh, you know, one of the things you're going to have to deal with, you don't drive anymore. Mm. Um, I mean, y- you may still drive when you find out you had it, but you won't be driving for long comparatively. Right. So you don't you don't drive anymore. In, in a city, say, you know, Modesto, that is very car-oriented, um, you know, they have buses, they have dial-a-ride, but uh, at night, you know, you have to use dial-a-ride or you got to, you know, taxis, which we know those are expensive. Um, you know, so you're the way you're going to get around is different. Um, how about work? Let's say you were a, um, well, use my field, you're a DJ, <laughs> you know, or a traffic reporter. You're going to have to learn how to use a computer because, um, and I'll tell you what, here, here is the best, uh, I called tech support one time for a problem I was having and she goes, all right, click on this web, or this link. I did. And she goes, all right, now what do you see in front of you? <laughs> and, 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 I, and I and I explain. Okay, what you got to understand is I read the screen one link at a time. Um, I'm totally. I can't just see the whole screen. I have to read it one link at a time. Therefore, you know the way you use the you can't use a mouse anymore because you can't click on things. So you have to learn Jaws, which is. Uh, talking software for the blind. That's and not not the guy from the James Bond movie. No, no, or the shark or the movie. Shark, yeah, yeah. Right. it's it's uh, it, it talks. It tells you where you are on the computer screen. You know, people go, oh, I imagine using a computer would be so hard because you don't know what keys you're pressing. Well, maybe, but the hardest thing is know where you are on the screen mm. and 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 what you need to do to get to where you want to go. So all these things are going to change. Before VIPS, um, there was nothing here. You, you couldn't get training here. There was, there was nothing. So what you had to do was go and, and you'd work this out with the Department of Rehab. You would go to Albany, California to the Orientation Center for the Blind and they would teach you all this stuff, uh, uh, cane, you know, orientation and mobility, uh, braille if you need to learn braille, uh, cause not everyone does. Computers, independent living, all that stuff, you'd learn it in a six or nine month period and you would live there. Hmm. That's how, that's how it works. So you know what, if you lived in, uh, 
uh, if you lived in Oakdale, uh, guess what? You weren't going to be home for nine months. Wow. Maybe, maybe six. It, it depended upon the person and what their needs were. Kind of like going to boot camp or basic training. It right? is. Yeah. yeah, very similar to that. Uh, no, no, uh, no rivalry though. Don't worry about that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, you know, that, that's one thing. And I, I think the other thing, so now Vips is here. We are a vendor of the Department of Rehab and of the Veterans Administration. And for those people, and there are a few, for whatever reason, don't qualify for those services. We do have, uh, scholarships available uh, on a limited basis. So now there is a place for people to go. Uh, they can get computer training. They can get independent living skills and Braille training. By next January, when I say next January, I mean January 2014, they'll be able to get uh, orientation and mobility training. They're not going to have to leave their home to get it. Mm, they can get it all right here. The other part is that there's hope. You know, when you walk, you know, I, I, that's one of the things. When people walk into our, our center, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're greeted with positive energy and, and yet compassion at the same time. Um, and so there is hope. Uh, if you're, yes, your life is going to change. I, I'd be lying to you if I said your life wasn't going to change. Uh, but your, your life will change. The way you do some things will be different. Uh, as a matter of fact, depending upon the extent of your sight loss, the way you do most things will be different. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can, another class we're going to start, and we haven't started this one yet, is the adjustment to blindness and vision loss. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's really the first class you take when you find out you, you get the, you, you know, you, you get the prognosis and it's not good for your eyesight. Okay, what do I do first? Before I learn computers, before I learn Braille, before I learn independent living skills, I'm going to take this adjustment to blindness and vision loss class, and it's simply just an adjustment. It's an overview of everything, kind of to give you an idea of how to get your feet on the ground in this new blind world that you're in. Is it like dealing with the emotions of vision loss and that that kind of thing? We have a support group for that. Okay. The, the uh, adjustment to... Uh, Blindness and vision loss is more about technique. Mm. Uh, in other words, I dropped something on the floor. Well, I used to look down and I could find it. Right. Um, and now well, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I, of all the services we have, I think support group is probably one of the most valuable ones that we do. Mm. I My own personal experience uh, with my son, Jeffrey, uh, he had retinitis pigmentosis probably from birth, and we never realized it. Mm. And so we just thought he was clumsy and always bumping into things. And, and he nor I or my wife had any clue that he had an issue. He drove, and actually he went uh, worked down in Los Angeles in those narrow lanes and drove down there. God was truly on his behind his shoulder mm-hmm. watching over wow. him. But when he came home and he was in his mid-twenties, he had several accidents in one year. And the last one was uh, he turned left on McHenry and was broadsided in the uh, luckily in the passenger side. And he, he came away with that with just bruises. But we took him to the doctor, and one of them, uh, they did a scan, and then they saw spots on the brain. Mm. And so we were panicking, and that, and that turned out not to be anything of, of an issue. To do with it. No, but the doctor said 
tell me when you can see my hands. And they started out here at our size, like most of us can see, and kept moving until they were almost directly ahead of him, you know. And he said, okay. Wow. And I've never seen a doctor's face turn white before. Well, in that instant, when he was told that he was blind, mm. he changed mm. on the spot. He was never, ever the same again. And he went into a shell. Uh, he was totally devastated. We were clueless what to do. And little by little, uh, we found people to help. And eventually he went to Albany to the orientation for the blind and went through a six-month program there. And that brought him back to a, a functional life and motivated him to go back to school. He went through school, graduated from UC Berkeley, uh, made a phenomenal transition. Mm, wow. But we lived in Ripon, California, okay? And all of our my business, uh, everything that I supported was in Modesto. He worked at a radio station here in Modesto, and there was no transportation. And so all of these issues that all of a sudden we had to deal with. And nothing changed except one word or two words. You're blind. Mm. And then it changed your perspective. It changed your beliefs. It changed everything in your life. And then, and we had no clue how to handle it or where to turn. There was no, uh, no help around here. And we've got social services that started us on the right path. So when we got to the point where we were able to create uh, VIPs and to have a facility, the, the support group was actually is where we started because they've had uh, a support group here for, oh, gosh, 10, 15 years. It was a memorial. Was it a memorial or a doctor's uh, medical center? Memorial doctor's yeah. center. And it, uh, I'm sorry, doctor's medical doctors, center. Yeah. Right. And they, and so we met once a month there and with, to give information, provide education, uh, bring different speakers in on a monthly basis to serve them. But they, they did not have a nonprofit. Now I started and I had a nonprofit and I had a small board of directors. I had no clients. Hmm. So I said, you know, I think this would be a good merger. And, and we did. And that's where we started and to grow. But one of the things I'm most proud of is the support groups because now not only does the person that has the blindness or the vision issue, but the family members, mm. the sisters, the brothers, the mother, the yeah. father, whoever it is, or just if they're, uh, it's just a spouse, their life changes. Mm. It's not the same. They have to have a whole new way of communicating, a whole new way of coping uh, with this. So it's as dramatic on the the partner or the family members as it is on the individual. Yeah, it's it's not an isolated thing. And, and yeah. I, I'm curious, is the effect because you you've been through this as a as a family member or support uh, person, Jim? Is it likened to the grieving process? Absolutely. That we go through over a death. I mean, we're we're talking about a huge relationship. Uh, change, aren't we? A major paradigm shift. Yes, and and depending, it can it can really wreak havoc on those relationships. Mm -hmm. If it's a husband and wife, it could lead to separation and even uh, eventually divorce because you live in two different worlds at mm -hmm. that point. Mm -hmm. uh, with family, you become you become 
difficult to understand and how to cope with their issue. And so then that leads to a separation and a, a lessening of good communication. Mm-hmm. You know, you get upset because they're not responding. You're frustrated. So you're, you lash out at, at my son. Uh, he doesn't know, you know, he has no control over what's happened to him. Right. So it's, it, 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 it can actually build animosity and, and cause separation. Mm-hmm. And we went through that as well. And over time, you know, you, it's like anything else in a relationship, you adjust and, and repair and you grow back together. But it takes an enormous amount of effort on each, each party's side. And like uh, with any issue that anyone faces, it's so good to have somebody that's been through it to walk, walk alongside you. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, Marty, you have, you are blessed with an angel from the Lord, uh, your helpmate. Uh, talk a little bit about uh, the importance of that family support. Well, it makes life just, it changes it from, you know, making it difficult to, you know, very enjoyable. Um, mm. I, you know, and, and not to say that if you're, I don't want to have anybody listening say, Oh, I'm single and I'm blind. I guess I'm doomed. No, I'm not saying that. Um, but it's more difficult. Um, and the more family support you have, the better it is. Um, you know, I've been able to accomplish things thanks to my wife, um, that I probably wouldn't have accomplished without her. You know, I'm, I'm still, I'm working part time now, but 70% of blind people are unemployed. Wow. And unfortunately, and this, with technology, I only see that getting higher because, um, technology for the sighted is advancing faster than technology for the blind. Mm. And so um, there are just changes happening all the time. And and there are in the blind world, too, just not as fast. So, um, you know, Jim kind of sparked a couple things that I was thinking of about the grieving process. You know, uh, it would be nice to say, oh, yeah, a person finds out that they're going blind, and tomorrow, the next day, they go out and do something about it. It doesn't happen that way. There is, like you say, a grieving process, like when a spouse dies. There's, you know, they, they aren't just back out there doing the garden club or whatever it was they used to do that next day. Um, uh, I'll give you just an example. There was a man who, matter of fact, he's been on this show before, and Mike, you know him, uh, who was shot in a grocery store robbery. He was the proprietor of the grocery store, and a criminal shot him. In April of 1984, and the reason I'm, I'm putting these dates out is because he got all his rehabilitation, all his job training done by December of 1985. That is 20 months. Now, a lot of people would say, oh, that's a long time. You know, 20 months, what did he do in between? But the fact of the matter is, with the way the system works, that is very good. Mm. So um, keeping that in mind, it takes people longer. Um you know, if, if you tomorrow said, I need to go to the Department of Rehab and find out about taking classes at VIPS, uh, great, you know, go, go do that. But, you know, the paperwork takes time. You're not going to start class next week. That's the reality of it. It might be, you know, first of the year uh, when you'll start classes. And I'm not downing the system. I'm just saying realistically that's the way it is. Um, and you have to learn to, to deal with that. Um, so it does take time. But in the, some people take years in that grieving process when nothing gets done, nothing gets started. Hmm. And, you know, that's just, that's wasted time. 
but maybe not because for some, I think the grieving process, you know, you have to go through that. Everyone says you do. Um, right. You have to go. In my case, being blind all my life, um, I think I it, it made it different. And I'd have to say honestly that because I've been blind all my life, I'm not dealing with the same grieving process that say. Jeff, Jim's son's dealing with mm-hmm. because I didn't lose it in adulthood. I've always had to adapt to this. But I think what it does enable me to do is be more positive and encouraging because that's what I want to be. I want to tell, you know, hey, if I can do it, you know, um, if this short, fat, blind guy can do it, then you know what? <laughs> you can do it too. Well, I, and I have to say, Marty, there, there's a couple people who cycle in and out of our studio here throughout the year. And uh, you are one of them. And I'm, I'm telling you, if you're having a pity party, all you need to do is spend three to five minutes in the room with Marty Lancer, and you will be uplifted. Mm-hmm. You will be. You will no longer be in your pity party. And uh, you. And I, I tell you, you, you're just an inspiration, Marty, because you're, you're always. You always have a smile on your face. You're always positive. And I'm sure you have times at home, you know, when you're not. But we won't talk about that. But at least when you're out here. You're always positive. You, you you always see the glass half full. You're looking ahead, and that is, I think, God has gifted you in an incredible way with that, and He's using you in a powerful way to inspire others and to keep something like Vips on the road and 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 chugging ahead. Well, just this afternoon, I went over and picked up Marty to come here, and he said, "How are you doing?" And I said, "Well, I'm getting through it," and he said. What? That doesn't sound very positive. <laughs> and I just had a full morning, nothing bad, just, you know, never even thinking about it, and instantly he changed my thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can tell a little, a little story on Marty. Uh, we go over to, um, uh, my team and I that, that, uh, we run an outreach, uh, ministry on South 9th Street, and once a month we go over to the Vine House, which is a, a drop-in center on the west side, of Modesto and it's a great place. They do a community Bible study there on, on Friday mornings and Marty is a part of that. In fact, you're a volunteer at the Vine House, aren't you? Yeah, I do. Uh, I, I lead the men's study and then I help out with the co-ed study and help lead music and that kind of thing. Yeah. So Marty has this awesome little device and, uh, it's, it, it's a computer, right? Yeah, and basically it, computer, Palm Pilot. Um, it's actually, it's called a Braille note. Yeah. Okay. So it's this nifty little thing that, that, uh, you know, uh, makes its own braille as you go, like a little computer. And, uh, he's, he has become, when, when we do Bible study there, we pretty much make Marty do the Bible reading for the day because he's just so awesome at it. And we're all amazed at, at, uh, how quick he is, uh, to, to, uh, read off of that little thing. And of course you can, you can tell right now his voice is awesome. He's a great reader of, of the Bible. And, uh, you know, I think, I think some of our team, we, we keep going to the Vine House because we want to hear Marty read the Bible. (laughs) 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 So yeah, it's always, always great to see you. Well, now, and, and Marty, you, you, you call football games too, right? Yeah, Modesto Christian, they're, they're uh, actually their off this weekend, but, uh, I do Modesto Christian on Friday nights and Modesto Bronco youth football on Saturdays. That's a full day because I do four games and, uh, Man. And then I did the Modesto Raiders in the spring. Um, and I have to say, but I'm only as good as my spotter. If my yeah. spotter's not doing their job, then guess what? <laughs> it's going to be a long day. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, let's talk about what's coming up on, on VIP's calendar and uh, how people can support you and, and become involved. Yeah, we have two great programs coming up. Uh, the first one, we uh, we have White Cane Day coming up October 15th. And we have two different events. I'll let Marty talk about one. But the first one is a, a program to raise funds for VIPs. And it's a uh, Lions White Cane Day was established uh, to uh, with the awareness, to build awareness of support for mobility with the white cane. And and so that's a one-day event. But what we're going to do is that we are going to be placing out in the 14th of October through the 31st donation cans around the city that is, it's called ICAN, E-Y-E, can, and we'll have a few eyeballs on there, and uh, just to make it stand out, to raise money for VIPs. And one of the things that we're going to do is to purchase additional white canes for those in need that mm. uh, that cannot afford them. Mm. And then the rest of the money will go to other programs that that we promote and, and use at the center. But there's a lot of people that... Uh, have difficulty and, and and don't have the resources to purchase, and then there's others that have canes that really are in need of replacement, mm. and it's something that they put off because it's an added expense. So we'll have a good supply of those to help those truly in need, awesome. and then we'll you know we'll have, we'll have money to build additional programs as. At Vips as well. So these are I cans, E Y E cans, and where will they be? Right. We're going to put them out in businesses around the city. Just look for them. They're going to have the Vips logo, the Lions logo. Who really we've been blessed that support our organization uh, since its establishment, and and then it'll on the other side it'll show uh, the white cane uh, days that it's supporting. Uh, so it's going to be uh, multicolor, uh, blue, red, white. Uh, and uh, it will stand out there. So just look for them. Now, how can people get a hold of you, or perhaps if they're listening in Timbuktu or wherever it might be? How can people call you to get more information about what you do and, and maybe also to, to help you with your program? Well, that that's a private number, unpublished. No. <laughs> <laughs> Marty, go ahead and get And Marty, Marty, this is another thing about Marty is gifted. The guy knows numbers and can remember numbers like for a billion years. It's absolutely amazing. You know, if I forget a number, I can call Marty up. Marty says, oh, yeah, it's blah, 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 blah. Yeah, an amazing, amazing gift. I had to change my number at home to something I could remember. <laughs> so, Marty, what's the number for VIPS? Well, VIPS, yeah, the, the, the best number, 522-8477. Or if you want to have a, you know, like an acrostic to remember, 522-VIPS, 522-8477. The other thing we're going to do, uh, coming up Tuesday, October 15th at 12 noon, a bunch of us uh, from VIPS, you know, clients, and that's one of the neat things about the support group. I just want to say you do not have to be a Department of Rehab or veteran to join the support group. You just come and um, because you, you don't even have to be a consumer of VIPS, though we would hope that you would be at some point. But if you want to just come to the support group and have that be your first foray, if you will, into the world of blindness, then 
you know, bring it on. Come on out and join us at the support group. It meets every other Wednesday at uh, 700 McHenry Avenue, Suite B. Um, and our next one will be on uh, Wednesday, October the 9th. So every other Wednesday, and when you're there, we'll tell you, you know, when we're going to meet and, and, you know, give you a heads up on meetings to come. But um, anyway, Tuesday, October 15th, 12 noon, we're going to meet at the City Hall, a bunch of us, and we're going to march around City Hall, or, well, walk. We won't say march. That's probably, <laughs> that, you, you, that That sort of gets weird images in your head. Yeah, uh, if you bring, blow trumpets, it'll yeah. fall down. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're going to walk around seven times and blow trumpets. Uh, <laughs> we're going to walk I, I, I'm going to call from the mayor's office right now. Wait a minute. We're, we're going to walk around the block with white canes, guide dogs, and, and for a few sighted guides um, just to promote VIPs and, you know, to show people that this is how uh, blind people get around, that we are capable of getting around ourselves. I think sometimes when people see a white cane, they may not know what it is or what it's mm-hmm. for. Uh, is that something it. that anyone can join? Um, you know, that's a good question. Um, I've got to bring that up. I, I would say probably they could if As they want to. As a board to. member, I say yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Here we go. So that's Tuesday, October 15th. 12 s- noon. 12 High noon. High noon. High noon. High noon. Uh, Gary Cooper will not be there. but no, uh, <laughs> Neither will Joshua with his trumpets. But uh, <laughs> but uh, we, we will be there at City Hall. That's where we're going to meet. And we're going to walk around the block and just as a group. And, uh, you know, for solidarity. Uh, and we're going to do that on Tuesday the 15th at 12 noon. What about a website? I'm sure you have a website. Uh, it's uh, ModestoVips.org. Modestovips. See, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, ModestoVips.org. ModestoVips.org. And I'll, I'll uh, normally I'd have Marty do this, but you know I'll let him take a breath here. It, no phone number two zero nine five two two eight four seven seven. That's two zero nine five two two eighty four seventy seven. Or if you want to remember the acrostic, it's two zero nine five two two Vips V I. P.S. Let's talk a, a little bit about some of the things that you offer that are really impacting lives. I mean, let's say that yeah. someone is has the onset of, of blindness and uh, they're they're going through that whole emotional process, but now they get to the point where they need some new skills. How about cooking? Simple things like that, Jim. What what types of things can we offer? Yes, the one of the probably the most amazing parts is the assisted living skills. And one of the things that we are blessed with is we have a full kitchen. And so we can take them in there and we have two great instructors that will show them how to label different appliances, label cans, label Okay, many of us could. There's, uh, there's, uh, all kinds. What it does though is it builds confidence. It gives them the ability to seek out a normal life again. And, and then that leads to other opportunities, other skill sets that can be developed. But the more independence that you can give them in the home to start with, that's where it all starts. And from there you grow and go out into the community, get reinvolved. Uh, for the young, 
it's an opportunity to build confidence and allow them to gain the uh, the skills to go out into the world and seek a job. Mm. As Marty said, that there's seventy percent of the people who are blind are. Uh, unemployable. Well, the reality is that number is actually closer to 90%. Mm. Wow. That's it's, right. it's amazing. So what we want to do is make a impact and start changing those lives and, and build opportunities to get more people involved in the world, get them independent, get them uh, job opportunities. So these are directions that we're going to grow into. Jim, let me uh, interrupt you just for a second. If, you, if you're at your computer right now and, and you're trying to pull up the website, we got that a little bit backwards. Let me give it to you. It's vipsmodesto.org, okay, V-I-P-S-Modesto.org, vipsmodesto.org. A lot of great information there. And I'm Absolutely. sorry, Jim, to, to No, that's fine. Now, let's say that uh, someone doesn't have uh, someone who is, is – uh, uh, going to uh, be losing their eyesight, but they're just interested in helping out. Do you have volunteer opportunities there? Absolutely. Uh, and probably the best way to to get involved is to, first of all, come to one of our support group meetings. That will open your eyes immediately to what we're dealing with. And then you can you can get involved and see where your skills and your heart is to volunteer for the organization. And it could be helping at a fundraiser. It could be volunteering in the office to greet people. There's all different types of opportunities to volunteer. You know, one of the neat things is is to see, you know, um, when you've been given this prognosis that you don't like, and Mm. it's so neat to come into VIPs and be greeted you know, our operations uh, director there now, John Brooks, very compassionate yes. man. And, yes. and you know, there really isn't anybody better that I can think of uh, to introduce people to the world of VIPs. You know, John comes in and, you know, I mean, you come in, John meets you, he'll give you a tour, you know, of the facility and kind of show you where things are and, you know, where the cooking, uh, independent living skills classes are and the technology classes and just talk to you a little bit. Um, one of the neat things too is we, as, as much as we can, uh, people will come and they will need, for instance, a CCTV, which is a big magnifier. It's, uh, the size of a television, really. Um, now they have some portable ones too, but, but these are bigger and we have lent some out in the past and that is subject to availability. Sound like commercial there. Um, <laughs> but as seen on TV, yeah. <laughs> some but, restrictions may apply. Yeah. But one of the really, one of the really neat things is to see people, you know, who, Oh man, I got my CCTV. You know what? I can read my mail again. Mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, something that a lot of us just take for granted. You know, I, and I can put on my makeup again, you know, in the case of a woman, you know, mm. I can read the newspaper. Wow. You know, and these were things they thought were going to be closed off to them. And just with the simple, you know, thing of, Hey, we'll loan you this for a while. Um, until you get one, probably through the department of rehab, not necessarily, but that's one way to get it. Um, then, you know, you have one. And now some of these things you thought you couldn't do, guess what? You can. And we recycle these uh, units so that when people, there are people that donate them to the center, and we try and get them out into the community to people that truly need them. 
and, and, and it works. And then when they're done with it, they return it and we keep handing them out. And that along with other equipment that would be of value to people dealing with vision issues. Mm. One other point that I wanted to make was that you can, the people that are interested in information about VIPs and the services will be happy to go out and speak to organizations, speak to businesses and, and bring them up to date on all the things that we're doing. All they have to do is contact us by phone or email uh, to uh, to us, and we'll set up a, a time to come out. Awesome. Again, uh, friends, the phone number for VIPS is 209-522-8477. That's 209-522-8477 or 522-VIPS. And again, the website is VIPS, V-I-P-S, Modesto, Dot org vips modesto dot org well eternity is eternity but in our uh, world on this side of eternity we bump the clock a little bit here uh, Marty and and Jim any uh, just before we we sign off for today Marty any aha moments that you've seen in the lives of people who may come wandering in they're dealing with the emotional uh, issues grieving over the loss of their sight or their family members trying to support a, a loved one and they come in and and all seems lost and then maybe there's an aha moment where things start to turn around have you seen uh, some some recent oh, expressions of that countless countless uh, you know opportunities to see that and i think you know you hang around long enough you know i think of a lady named Gail who um Went into surgery, got out of surgery. Uh, her blood pressure was supposed to be monitored. Uh, it wasn't monitored enough, we'll say that. And because of that, three days later, she lost her sight. Mm-hmm. And so she went to the hospital, you know, uh, ready to have surgery. Had the surgery. Surgery was successful. She came home totally blind. Wow. And, you know, um, seeing her in the beginning of that process five years ago and seeing her now, um, you know, her her life has really changed for the positive. Um, you know, seeing a lot of people just come into the center uh, who've who've had their training, and you know, it restores their confidence. Um, you know, I'm I'm just uh, so many examples. Um, one of the things we that we're working on doing now is kind of developing a little more social network. Mm. Um, and I don't mean Facebook and Twitter; those we we're on those too. But uh, I'm talking about once people get training. Sometimes we don't see them as much after that, and, and we'd like to be able to do a better job of keeping up with them, and that's one of the things where um, we haven't had. We're, we're primarily now a training center. Um, we are not so much a social center, and we'd like to do some game days and different things to get people involved socially so we can do even a better job of keeping up with people once they become alumni of VIPs, if you will. Um, and so... But Gail's a great example. Uh, that's just the one that came to mind first of somebody who really had a, a turnaround in, in her life. And, uh, you know, I think of Janine. Janine's been around longer, but she got diabetic retinopathy, had, had to retire from her job earlier than she wanted to. And now, you know, her life is uh, with some of the training that she's gotten there and, and some of the coping skills from support group. You know, she's she's really back to leading pretty much a normal life, whatever normal is. Amen. Yes, one last thought. It, the, we get so involved as a board to 
keep the business or keep the organization going. And we truly run it as a business uh, with a lot of compassion. But to survive in this world, you you have to run it with a business. And sometimes it gets frustrating. It can even get overwhelming at times. But when a client comes up to you and gives you a hug and Mm -hmm. says, thank you, you changed my world, my life, Mm -hmm. Uh, that that motivates you for the next year. Awesome. Well, again, friends, uh, just a reminder on October 15th, that's a Tuesday, down at 1010 10th Street. A lot of 10s there, 1010 10th Street. That's where uh, both the Modesto City Hall and the county offices are located. Uh, Vips will be down there to, to do a walk just to raise awareness of the resources uh, that are available. Again, that's on Tuesday, October 15 at high noon. And then, of course, uh, from the 14th through the 31st, you'll be seeing those, seeing those ICANs around town, the EYE cans. And we encourage you to be uh, very, very generous in your support. Again, the phone number 522-8477. That's area code 209-522-8477. The website, vipsmodesto.org, vipsmodesto.org. Chris, as we close today, would you mind praying for our brothers here and, and uh, just the wonderful work? going on at uh, at vips i'd love to uh god we turn to you right now and uh are so grateful for the men here for marty and jim and their team the other members of the board and volunteers and staff for um uh, giving their lives to help people uh, uh get back on their feet and gain confidence and learn the things that they need lord we're asking you to please support this work and uh, motivate people to give. We uh, ask for these uh, events that are coming up that they would have success. Uh, Lord, uh, bring in uh, the money that they need to uh, buy canes for more people and uh, raise awareness uh, for uh, the blind that are living among us uh, through this walk that they're doing. We just ask for your grace, your blessing and uh, your continued uh, help for the ministry of VIPS. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Well, again, Marty Lancer, Jim Syvertson, thank you so much for uh, joining us this week. Chris, thank you for uh, co-piloting the ship here with me today. And just a reminder, friends, for to find out uh, more about opportunities to serve in your neighborhoods, check out our website, at Advancing Vibrant Communities. The website is vibrantcommunities.org vibrantcommunities.org and if you have any questions about what you heard today you can also give us a call at our phone number 209-544-9571 that's 209-544-9471 9571 <laughs> <laughs> I should have had Marty do that he'd remember it right 209-544-9571 again Marty go. Jim thanks for joining us God bless you all thanks for joining us this week look forward to our next time here on Lighthouse Live Lighthouse Live